0: Welcome, everyone, to Manifesting Your Dream Life podcast with Felicia and Patty. In today's episode, we'll discuss the first of six superpowers, imagination, given to us by the universe freely and without reservation. We create the life we love by effectively using these high faculties imagination, intuition, will, memory, reason, and perception and I will be covering in the upcoming weeks. I just want to do a quick recap of last week's episode. We completed a five-part series with the primary focus on what would I love. Now, the first stage of dream building is blueprinting. That's all about discovering, deciding, and defining what, what you want by designing a crystal clear blueprint of the life you would love. And then from there, we moved on to the second phase, which is bridging, identifying potential challenges you may face along the way to your dream. And from there, we moved on to building. Now, building is all about generating a more empowering mindset, evolving our perceptions, which is vital to your dream. And last but not least, harvesting the dream. Harvesting the dream, it's more than achieving your dream. It's who you become. The journey to your dream life is the best gift in the whole process. So if you have not as of yet listened to the five-part series of episodes and you have a dream you want to bring forth into your life, we highly recommend you go back and listen to all five because we shared so many gold nuggets that you can apply immediately to your life to help you create the desired results. Now, before we dive into today's great topic of discussion, imagination, the first of six superpowers, I want to welcome my partner and fellow coach, Patty, to the call. Good day to you, Patty. How are you doing?
1: Good day to you, Felicia. I'm doing great. We both, um, when we got on our call, um, we were talking about what a beautiful sunny day it is on both ends of the. <laughs> yes of the world i guess and so i feel like we're in complete alignment today for this um discussion uh and and you know what i'm so excited about diving into these six superpowers because these are things these are our power tools that we can work with in our lives every single day it's not outside of us it's inside of us so i'm i'm so uh, this, this always gets me, you know, my blood going. Um, and I'm glad that you talked about um, the four phases of dream building that we've discussed over the last some weeks, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, we're goal striving mechanisms, right? We we're always, we were built to continue to grow and evolve and it's our goals and our dreams that pull us toward doing that. Right. And so yes. when we feel and we get off track with any of this, just to remember that we always come back to our vision to set our focus and our frequency. And so when you have a dream that lights you up and maybe you've been thrown off track with some kind of circumstance or condition or some toxic person, and it happens to all of us, I don't care who you are, that's the time to take a deep breath, let it go and focus on what gives you life, which is your vision, your dream. And just let that set with you. That's your setting your focus and your frequency. And remember, that's what your dream. Is, that's what your dream is for. And so, as we move forward into these six superpowers, take that dream. And if you haven't come up with something yet, then think about something that you would love to work toward. Some some big goal that just lights you up when you think about it. And then we're going to get into applying these six superpowers that you have. Because every day, as you learn more about these, it's, it's first about being aware of them. And then the next thing is about taking the action with them. Um, there's a quote that um, I love by Emily Dickinson. And she says, the possible's slow fuse is lit by the imagination. Wow. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is I what's it. possible.
0: With that said, let's dive into today's topic of discussion, uh, imagination. Now, imagination is possibly the most potent faculty you possess because without this gift, nothing is possible. With it, anything is possible. Most people know about their imagination but completely underestimate its power to transform their life. You have infinite potential. And so it's vitally important to start with this premise and honestly believe that whatever you want, you absolutely can have if you're willing to do the work and do the studies. There is an energy that flows to and through us, and it has no shape. That's the energy that creates worlds. It flows to and through you. So here's a question for you. What would you love to attract into your personal experience? Because this awesome flow of energy is ready to give you what you want. When you tell yourself why you can't have what you want or why you can't do something, you probably have good reasons to want to give up. But you must be able to tell yourself, get out of here. I know I have the power to co-create anything my heart desires. There are no limits to what I can manifest. Humanity sets limits and boundaries. Your dream exists beyond that invisible boundary. So what do you see when you look in the mirror, in your inner mirror? How do you really want to see yourself? And who do you want to be? And what do you want to achieve? Imagination is a mental faculty out of which visions arise. Napoleon Hill said, Imagination is the most marvelous, miraculous, inconceivable, powerful force that the world has ever known. I'd like to share a time in my life when I applied the power of imagination to achieve a desired result. A couple of years ago, I would say several years ago, (laughs) in my (laughs) early teens, I was a social smoker. I thought by being a smoker, I'd fit in. I would smoke about half a pack a day. Like I said, I was a social smoker. But over the years, I developed a ritual that every night before I went to sleep, I had to have my last cigarette and off I went to sleep. Now, as I'm dozing off in my sleep, that special moment when you're between being conscious and unconscious, you're just in the the gap there, you're almost falling deeply asleep, something wakes me up. I feel... My eyelids pop open first one and then the other. And I'm thinking, what's going on? I'm just about to just really fall deep, deep in my sleep. I'm starting to feel something. I, I, I come to, I, I become more conscious and I open my eyes. And as I open my eyes, I realize, oh my God, I'm not breathing well. And I panicked and I said, oh my God, what's going on? So it's in the middle of the night. I'm by myself. I don't want to call anyone because who am I going to call? I'm going to wake them up. I'm going to scare them. No, no, I can do this. You know, so I did the best thing I could. I turned on all the lights. I got out of bed. I drank water. I, I took a face cloth over my face. And then I'm thinking, well, I can't go to sleep. What if that happens again? And so I just laid down in my bed with the light on. And eventually in the early mornings, I fell asleep. As soon as I woke up, as the sun came, up, I rushed to the doctor because I wanted to know what what had happened? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I got really scared. And so I tell the doctor everything I just mentioned. So he does a full blood work and he checks me and I'm sitting in his office. And when he comes back with diagnosis, he says to me, well, I think I know what the problem is. You have bronchitis. And as a matter of fact, if you had waited an extra day to come and see me, you are on the cusp of pneumonia. Oh, so I'm thinking, what? I didn't feel it. I didn't, I didn't realize I had bronchitis. And then he says, but you see, here's the, here's the sad news. Because of the stage of your bronchitis moving forward, you have the, there's a the likelihood that you are going to have chronic bronchitis moving forward. Now, when he said those words, chronic bronchitis, something shifted in me. Once. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything to the doctor. I thanked him. He gave me a prescription to clear my lungs and off I went. And as I'm driving home, I'm thinking, okay, so I, I, there's a possibility of me having chronic bronchitis. But I, in those days, I was a runner, I was a jogger, and I didn't want anything to impede my running because I was so passionate about running, especially mm-hmm. running along the river. And you know this, Patty, about me, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm driving, I'm not happy with what the doctor said. And in that moment, something happened. I I, I was receptive to the still small voice. I heard something that I can change my life, that I can change my well-being. I went home. I took the prescription. I ripped it to shred, threw it in the garbage. I took my last pack of cigarettes, threw it in the garbage. And then I decided that moving forward for the next three weeks, I was going to get up two hours early every morning. And I was going to jog along the river for about 90 minutes, sometimes more. And the whole time I'm jogging, I'm holding this image in my mind of healthy lungs, pink lungs. And as I'm doing that, I'm also adding the emotions. I am breathing the air in and out and all the time visualizing healthy lungs. I did this. I believe this And I obviously, I use one of the, just another superpower, the will that we'll talk about in the future, but I use the imagination and the will that I was going to succeed. And so by, I would say within a week and a half, I was starting to feel better. I knew that I was on the right track, Mm -hmm. but I completed my three weeks because that's what I had intended to do. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the three weeks, I went to see the doctor because I wanted to see You know, my condition, my health. Mm -hmm. And he checked me out and he looks at me and this man, he says, girl, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, keep on doing it. As a matter of fact, if you continue on this path within the next five to 10 years, your lungs are going to be so clear that you're going to, you're going, your lungs are going to return to the way they were before you started smoking, smoking, you will have a non-smoking as non-smokers lungs.
1: When he said
0: that, my face lit up. And you know what, Patty? This happened three and a half decades ago. And ever since that experience, I haven't had as much as a small cough. Never mind chronic bronchitis. So what did I do? I used my imagination and the will for the desired results that I wanted. My inner soul, the spirit in me, shook. I felt that when the doctor said chronic bronchitis, if you're receptive and you're listening, you're going to hear when the still small voice talks to you. That's and so fun. I wanted to share this, this short story of my life of how I
1: helped myself heal my body. Wow. That's quite a story. I, you never shared that story that with me. That's um, that's pretty powerful.
0: I never took another cigarette. I, I, I was never tempted. It was just completely that desire to smoke was completely gone. And I smoked
1: for 18 years, Patty, 18 years. It's like, I never smoked in my life. Well, you know what? It just, it just drives home that point of what we think we become because everything first starts in our thought. Right. And we've talked about this before in, you know, whatever our self-talk is right. It, 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 it goes into our subconscious mind and our subconscious mind doesn't know what's real and what's not real. So whatever we're telling our body, right? You Mm -hmm. heard chronic, right? Yes. Yes. You you wanted to reject that because once you own that, then that is how you start living. Your body believes it that way, so your body reacts that way. So boy, if that story doesn't drive that point home. What's so amazing, like we call these are six superpowers, but they are, think about the imagination because everything starts in thought. So what are you imagining, right? So, and and when we're young, we use this faculty more naturally and more authentically the way we're really designed to use it. Mm -hmm. Remember when you're young, playing make-believe, right? Think about how often you use this faculty and it, it tapped into your creativity, right? You're making things up. It provoked you to step into this magical version of someone that you wanted to be or to experience while you were playing. And you literally jumped into that. You didn't think twice about it, right? Your imagination literally allowed you to dream and discover all these different sides of yourself through play. And it was with this freedom and abandon that really opened up ideas and possibilities for you. Think about that when you look back as a kid and just playing, right? You're not judging nothing. It's like a white canvas that's ready to be painted, right? Or a new chapter that's ready to be inked. And understand this, imagination is literally what begins the process. We start out tapping into it naturally as kids without any hesitation. And that is until the world begins telling us that it's time to get realistic, right? Yes. We're told suddenly as we start getting into that, you know, age of school, stop dreaming and get real. Now think about that kind of thinking, this abundant, expansive universe that offered us endless possibility as, as a young child in play has now shrunk down to this sparse, constrictive planet consisting of boundaries and limitations when people tell you get real, right? It's very constrictive, but the good news about boundaries and limitations when it comes to your dreams is that it's not true unless you actually believe it to be so because it's what you believe is possible that becomes your reality and there
0: lies the secret yes
1: and and so just to understand that it's you know in in we're supposed to live from the inside out not from the outside in and Uh it's it literally is up to you it's up to each of us we create our own lives by our own design. And it starts in our mind. What did Napoleon Hill say? The imagination is the workshop of your mind. Yes. Right? I love that. And it's in how we use our imagination that's going to lay the foundation and, de- and will begin to determine our path. So since everything starts in our thinking and we we think in pictures, you can see how important your imagination is. You know, think about it. If you're thinking about what would I love, you're thinking of possibilities of things that, that, that are exciting, right? But mm-hmm. what happens as we start getting real is we end up using our, our imagination instead of in service of us, it's, we're using it against us. We start looking at all of these worst case scenarios. And so you think about it, we think in pictures. So now you're picturing worst case scenarios. What are you doing? You literally are starting to imagine things. They're going to start becoming, you know, they will manifest. So why, if, if you don't, if the future hasn't happened yet and we think in pictures and our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and not, why are we suddenly imagining worst case scenarios? Because worry is really the misuse of our imagination, you know? And so instead of coming from what if, You know, we start asking, you know, we're more like, why do bad things happen to me? Right. How am I going to ever make enough money? How am I going to be happy? How am I going to heal? And we shut down the possibility of what if, because we're so focused on questions that start with why me, or how am I ever going to do this? You know, and when we can't answer it, right. With those kinds of questions, we shut down. We say, well, I guess it's not meant to be. That is a very constrictive energy. And it can really quickly take you down a rabbit hole of despair and victimhood and keep you stuck. Yeah. And there's no movement forward coming from that place. But when you come from possibility, the question, what if, that is an expansive energy. And that's the power of tapping into your imagination in a way that serves you through this very powerful, simple question of, what would I love? Right? Yes. That is an inspiring question. So come from possibility when you're using your imagination just like you did as a kid with that free abandon right because remember there's this quote by um jamie i don't even know if i'll say the name right pale linetti and the quote is limitations live only in our minds but if we use our imaginations our possibilities become limitless love it i mean we control it right i mean always I just think of, think of yourself as a child in make-believe, right? That is using your imagination in service of you, in service of what would I love? Just keep coming back to that question. What would I love? Not what do I, what's possible? What's, what do I think might be practical, but what would I love? That question, when you even say it, doesn't it make you feel. Expansive. Yes. (laughs) just when you just say that question out loud to yourself, you feel different. Yeah. And when you come from why me, because one is victim. that's a low energy and one is possibility, which is a high energy. And it's, it's, it is up to you. I don't care what your circumstance. It is up to you. It is up it's to all- each of us. Yeah. It's always up to us. Absolutely. And um,
0: just to, continue with what you're saying, uh, I just want to share a, a quote by Henry David Thoreau. He once said, I'm going to experiment with, the, with these same ideas that you and I uh, are sharing today with our listeners. He built a place and lived what he called deliberately, mm-hmm. an experiment for two years, two months and two days. He wrote an essay about his experiment and he said, I've learned this at least by my experiment. That if one advances confidently in the direction of their dream, endeavoring to live the life they're imagining, living the life they're imagining, the first mental faculty, whatever you would love to have, the idea must start in your mind. The picture of a table in the room where you're sitting, the car that might be the one you're driving, it all starts in your imagination. The universe willingly unveils itself to any one of us who will get in harmony with how it works. So it's up to us then to not pay any attention to what the people next door are saying. Don't listen to the person who works beside you or the brother-in-law that tells you this is crazy because it absolutely is not. The question isn't what do you think you can create? The only right question in this experiment is What would you love to create? What does the life you want look like? And begin to write it down. Make sure it's about your physical well being, relationships, the work, or the creations you're doing in the world. What would you love to have and do with your time? Do you travel? What services do you offer? To the world what about your kids family or friends what is the life you would love so imagine it and write it down and now once you've done that now you're ready for the next step here's another quote by napoleon hill he says the creative imagination is the faculty through which hunches and inspirations come Mm. so i want you to think about this for a moment how often Do you live in your imagination without getting pulled into the current reality? I know it's very hard because what's in the external world is very powerful and very attractive. Mm -hmm. But the intellectual mind, it accepts and rejects ideas. And Mm -hmm. the emotional mind can't because that's your subconscious mind. It operates entirely differently. It will accept Everything and anything you give it. So your beautiful subconscious mind, it begins to create for you what you want when you repeat over and over again what that image is in your mind. And the reason why we must do it repeatedly, well, it's because of what's in there that's battling the end result, which is the paradigm. That paradigm is going to say to you, who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. And give you all the reasons you can't do it. So then our work on planet earth is to keep impressing this new image on our subconscious mind in order for us to create a new paradigm, a new self-image. So when building this vision, you're shutting off the sensory factors. What are those? seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. You must be able to put aside, for instance, your bank account or the number on your scale and tap into your mental faculty, Mm -hmm. imagination, and the will where you hold it on the screen of your mind to the exclusion of all else. Similar to what I did with my experience, to the exclusion of all else, I was not willing to have chronic bronchitis. Right. So you see, so if you simply hold it in your conscious mind and do not get emotionally involved, which is likely to happen, nothing can change Mm -hmm. because you haven't changed the vibration in your body. Your body is still in harmony with the paradigm. So nothing changes. But if you use your imagination and emotionalize the image in your mind and you do this repeatedly, the vibration changes and elevates until it's in harmony with the good you desire. So now Mm -hmm. you begin to get ideas and resources to show you how to do it. You start attracting people in your life and opportunities you could never have imagined. When you live in your imagination, you keep moving forward one step after another. What I'm saying here is this, if you work on your image and create a real clear image in your mind of what you want, and then you get emotional with it, it will attract what you need to turn that burning desire into
1: reality. Absolutely. Because it's what, I mean, honestly, it's whatever your perception is, because we've all been, we literally have all been created the same, in a sense, our souls. And we've all been given these faculties, no matter what outside facts are along with that Mm -hmm. internally we've been created the same and our life really our journey is about discovery it's about but that's an inside job it's not an outside job we use our senses as you went through our sensory factors to operate in the world right yes but in terms of us growing that's an inside job and that's where we work with these six power faculties that we're going to be discussing over the next few weeks and that's nothing to do with the outside world that's inside. And just to learn it's, it's whatever you decide to make of it. Imagination really creates your reality in the end. And so I love when, what you just talked about Felicia, because it's really saying you could have facts. Like you had a fact that you had this issue with your lungs. That was a fact. The doctor gave you a fact, Yes, but you didn't know that was your fact. It wasn't your truth. And so exactly. you didn't allow that. Like you were talking about your self-image. You didn't take the identity on that. I have this chronic bronchitis. There was a fact that it was out there, but you did not allow that to come inside of you. You really didn't. And oh. so your body, which is this amazing healing. I mean, we can heal ourselves of so many things, but you really have to believe it. And so it's what you believe inside. And I think that's just such a great story and example that you gave today because you just literally apply it. You know, at the end of the day, when you allow yourself, when it comes to imagination, when you allow, and I use the word allow yourself because it's a choice, the freedom to use your imagination in a way that serves your burning desire to create and evolve what really lights you up inside. The power of possibility is truly boundless. It is such a powerful gift that we've all been given. And when we use it properly, the imagination will absolutely continue to serve your growth and fulfillment. And the best part is there's literally no age limit to the imagination. There's a quote that I love by George Bernard Shaw, and he says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing.
0: Yes. Wow. What an amazing quote. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's so true. I really enjoyed talking about imagination today and how we can truly create our world, our own, our economy, even mm-hmm. if we can disidentify ourselves from the ongoing chatter, from what media is telling us from what the world is reflecting back to us you have to decide what's more important to create the life that you love and deserve or to feel trapped in what's going on in the external world that you have no control over the only thing you do have control over is in improving your life is in evolving and growing into the person I should say, the better version of yourself. And if Mm -hmm. each one of us did that, took that step, one by one, this whole planet will begin to change. If we all took it upon ourselves to go inward and begin healing the past, the hurt, the betrayals, the disappointments, and realize that that's just our story, it's not the truth of who we are, and begin creating what we do love, this whole planet would begin to revert into a planet that i would say a planet
1: that comes from a place of love oh absolutely and if you think about it you know there has been so much discussion right now in the world about you know mental illness and about loneliness the mm-hmm, people are mm-hmm. truly and if you think about it when you connect with these faculties and let's take imagination since we're talking about it imagination is a way to connect With yourself again because when you're feeling like you said you're so attached to the outside there's such a disconnect and the disconnect is with yourself and a way to connect back is to start by using your imagination that's not outside of you that's inside of you and ask yourself that high frequency question what would I love what would I absolutely love what kind of health would I love what kind of Relationships would I love? What kind of surroundings would I love? Just come with the smallest thing. I mean, and your health is always a good starting point if you just can't go anywhere with it. Because without health, you know, we we need our health in order to continue to move forward. So remember, take your power back, and you've got six superpowers. Instead of letting them get stagnant and not utilize them or using them, in a disservice to yourself, take your power back and say, you know what, I'm going to start by using your, my imagination with this freedom and abandon, and I'm just going to allow it to flow. And just know that every time
0: you're placing your attention in the external world, you are giving away your power, your creative power. This is very important that we understand this because mm-hmm. we are co-creators at the end of the day. And so to Close today's podcast, Albert Einstein, imagination is more important than knowledge, Mm. for knowledge is limited to all we know, to all we now know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. And with that said, I want to say thank you, Patty, for another excellent, relevant discussion. It's always a pleasure, my friend. And also, it's been an honor and a privilege to have spent this time with you, our listeners. And I just want to wish you the very best. So if you have a dream in your heart, explore that dream, connect with that dream, go inward, build that image in your mind and begin emotionalizing that image. You'd be surprised what starts coming your way,
1: how the universe will conspire to make that dream a reality. Absolutely. I mean, truly inspire your imagination. Just allow it to work for you instead of against you with worst case scenarios, do something different and have it, take a new perception with it. And I'm going to end with a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. Okay. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Mm. And we've all been given an imagination and If you haven't already, start using it in service and just start coming from the questions of what would I love? What would I love? And that's just this week, just keep asking yourself that. What would I love? When you find yourself constricting, just say, you know, take a deep breath, release that thought and say, okay, but what would I love? Something isn't working out for you. Then just say, okay, but what would I love? How would I love it to work out for myself? And just do that this week and I guarantee you, you'll have an energy shift. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. So with
0: that said, thank you so much, everyone. Once Mm. again, uh, it's the end of our podcast today. So stay tuned for next week when Patty and I return with the second superpower intuition. We'll see you on the next episode. Love and light to you all.
1: Yes. Have an amazing week and really step into your imagination and use it in a way that's going to be in service of you. Have a great week. And you too, Felicia, it's been great speaking with you today. A lot of fun.
0: Likewise, my friend. Bye-bye for now. Bye.